Welcome to Dial H for Hero Clicks, a podcast about Hero Clicks and other related content. My name is Chris Britton, and this is episode 172, and let's go. Joining me in the studio today, we have Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Not much, Chris. Doing uh, great. Go, doing good? I'm glad to hear it, Doing man. good. Because I've got some really important stuff to tell you. You already know, but the listener doesn't. I'm super excited about it. This is a very special episode for us. Uh, a couple, few days ago, I put out a tweet that said, this episode, we're going to drop some major information on you guys. Something has changed. We're really excited to bring this information to you. And that is this. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. You guys have said before that, you know, you're sponsored by... Get sponsors, other. yeah. Yeah. Those were lies before. This is not... <laughs> <laughs> We are actually sponsored by Cool Stuff Inc., and I could not be more happy about this. Um, I know Calder is super excited as well, so I'll let him tell you what his side is. I, I haven't I haven't seen him excited. I, somewhere off in the distance, Taco Bell is crying because they didn't actually get our sponsorship, and they, they should feel bad. But they should. Cool stuff. They really should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, as. Someone who buys the majority of their hero clicks, like I live in the middle of nowhere, so I buy things online. I buy the majority of my hero clicks, pretty much all of them from cool stuff. This is like a dream come true. So yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. And what's that going to do for our podcast and for our YouTube channel? That is going to allow us to bring you guys more content, better content. We are going to get product from Cool Stuff Inc., do figure reviews, do set reviews, that kind of stuff, what you would want out of it. And then when all is said and done, we're going to have things to give out to you guys, figures, chases in the future, uh, things like that, stuff that we can give back to you guys, our listeners, our community, because we love you guys. So really excited about that. Um, I hope, I mean, I seriously hope our listeners are half as excited as we are. Yeah. We're walking mm. on clouds over here. <laughs> uh, so... All right, let's let's get into the meat and the potatoes of the show. We're going to start off with some news. We're going to play a couple games. It's just Calder and I, so we can't play some of the fan favorite games that we normally play, but that's fine. We're going to we're going to have a good time anyway. So, there hasn't been a lot of news not from WizKids themselves, but we did get two figures that got released from the Thor Ragnarok set. Um, we did mention them last week on the episode, but we had so much content last episode that we didn't want to get into them then. We'll get into them now. Thor and Hulk from the Thor Ragnarok movie set have been spoiled. Uh, Calder, do you want to pick one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I can talk about... I'll just talk about Thor to make things easy. So, first off, super excited we're getting a Thor with, like, double swords and everything. It looks really cool. It is really cool. So he's 0-1 uh, in the set, as he should be. It's a Thor set. Uh, 75 points. Um, the only special combat symbol he has is Indomitable. He's got zero range. Uh, and he's got one trait. Allies in the gladiatorial arena. Knockback. 
free, so that's some of the new wording we're seeing. Make a close attack, but only to target an opposing character that was already knocked back at least one square by another friendly character this turn. So he can do knockback, and it's a free action. So basically, I imagine Hulk also does knockback, and we'll get to him in a minute anyways. We can, it's kind of like bashing him back and forth. It's really cool. So he starts top dial with an 8 charge, 11 attack, blades, claws, fangs, 18 defense and vulnerability, and 3 damage, barren, just absolutely nothing there. His stats are pretty amazing, never drops below a 10. He starts with an 11, ends with an 11, everything out in the middle is all 10s. He's got 6 clicks long, first 3 clicks is 3 damage, last 3 clicks, 2 damage. 18s, and then like I said, like with the attack value, begins on an 18, ends with an 18, 17s in the middle. Blades throughout the entire thing. First three clicks are charge, last three are flurry, first three on the defense are invul, and then the last three are toughness. A really simple figure, like most of these movie sets are. He's got Asgardian, Avengers, and Warrior. Kind of interesting he gets the Avengers keyword, since he's not really being an Avenger in the movie, but that's still really awesome. So it's just like a solid Thor that just does something very specific to like this part of the movie. So I think that's really awesome. Yeah, it's very rare that we actually get a Thor that's under 100 points. So Yeah, that's true. It, it, there are people that are not huge fans of Thor. Like, I have constantly harped on other episodes about how we... I don't like investing a lot of points into characters that I don't like as characters. So if you're not a huge Thor fan, this is a pretty decent Thor. Now, he is missing Mjolnir, so that's why he doesn't have flight. Duh. And yep. But he does have Indom, and a hundred under a 100-point character that does have Indom, that's... It's good. That's good. Um, basic, but he is number one in the set. It, I'm not. I can't remember off the top of my head how many figures are in this set, but it'll probably be around 16 or so, 19 maybe, probably 16. Uh, there will definitely be at least one more version of Thor in the set. So if this one doesn't uh, tickle your fancy, then at least there'll be another one. And when they spoil that, hopefully it's really good. Uh, the other figure that was spoiled was 003, which is Hulk. Now, we did mention on the last podcast how amazing this sculpt is. Sculpt is, ah. Uh, it is. Beautiful. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's got uh, the Hulk with the, the gladiatorial helmet on. He looks like he's got the Warbringer um, armor. He's got, it looks like an engine block or something at, on a stick on a stick yeah it looks like a hammer it, it looks like a big hammer but made out of like who knows what um as far as the figure goes though we got a 75 point figure that also has end on uh starts off with top dial sidestep for three clicks and then three clicks of charge he has a bear attack the entire dial but his attack goes 10 and then four clicks of 11 and then another click of 10 his defense is three clicks of Invincible, three clicks of Invul, uh, 17 defense to start off with. It goes up to 18 for four clicks, 17 on the last click. Three damage with a close combat expert on the first three clicks, and then four damage printed on the last three clicks. Those last three clicks are barren. So max damage, you're looking at three clicks of five and then three clicks of four. I don't understand why they didn't give the Hulk super strength. Or for that matter, Thor. But True. Yeah, yeah, they were just trying to <laughs> they're just trying to make basic figures, you can tell. And I'm sure, like I said, they, they made another Thor for the set. I guarantee you they made another Hulk in this set as well. Um, he has the exact same allies in the gladiatorial arena trait as Thor did. So they can just it's 
beat a figure back and forth to each other. Like, that just... That seems really cool to me. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe you'll get it to work. Maybe it'll never work. I, I don't know. Anything you want to say about Hulk? Yeah, I really like how Hulk doesn't, like, start super heavy, like how kind of Thor does, but he gets angry towards the middle and then maybe weaker after he takes some damage, which is really cool. That his high points is, like, in the middle of his style when he gets the 11s and the 18s. I really like that for a Hulk. And I, I think the best part of the figure is the sculpt, man. It's just, it's gorgeous. And the <laughs> fact that it's a common, like, you get such a cool sculpt for, I mean, I know it's a movie set, but still, that's awesome. The only thing that kind of rubs me the wrong way is this is obviously the MCU version of the Hulk, and then they gave us the Age of Ultron Hulk, the 300 monster. Yeah. What happened to the Hulk that he got so depowered? <laughs> he went down to 75 points. I don't know. But those are the only reviews that we have for figures this week. Uh, the closer we get to the set, the more figures we're going to get to review, and I'm excited to review the rest of the set. So let's move on. Um, this is not Heroclix related, but they did drop recently a new Punisher Netflix series original trailer for the new show that's going to come out here in November. Super excited about that. You watched the uh, the preview. Oh, yeah. You? Oh, yeah, definitely. It is. Oh, it's beautiful. So oh, there's so much blood in that trailer. There it, <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome. They were not holding back at all. No. It's awesome. Uh, so some of the specifics of it is that uh, John Bernthal is reprising his role of, as the Punisher. We all knew that. Uh, Thank goodness. Yeah, I, he's, he did such a good job in the Daredevil season two. Uh, Deborah Ann Wool is uh, going to be reprising Karen Page. And then they're adding new characters to the MCU, like you would expect. Uh, very popular characters from the Punisher's mythos. So Micro and Jigsaw are both going to be in there. I'm exceptionally excited to see Jigsaw. I love Jigsaw because he's just so crazy. He doesn't have any powers whatsoever. He's just crazy. Yep. Uh, and then his face is all kinds of messed up, which if you looked in the trailer, the actor playing Jigsaw or Jigsaw in the trailer does not have those scars yet. Yet being the keyword. word, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. So I'm guessing we will definitely see that occur in the in the show, um, but who knows? I remember when they uh, introduced Misty Knight into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh yeah. And man, I hope I'm not spoiling anything for anybody at this point. If you haven't caught up well, and watched all the way, go through. go watch Defenders really quick. Defenders, yeah. Go pause the podcast. Go watch Defenders. And if you haven't at this point, shame on you. <laughs> yeah, but um, Misty Knight did not lose her arm at all, all the way through Luke Cage, and it took what was it like the last episode that she lost her arm yeah. in the Defenders. So that to me, one of the defining characteristics of Misty Knight is she has one arm and one is you know cybernetic. Yep, and it took forever to get there. So we'll see about Jigsaw and how long it takes for his face to get entirely messed up. Uh, the series is going to be your standard 13 episodes, which has been, I think, the case for every one of them except for... Except Defenders, except yeah. Defenders. Um, the release date is in November, but it has not been announced exactly which day it is. 
because uh, they did that little static yeah. thing at the end of the trailer, it, really teasing us. It showed 11 and then some static something and then 2017. Now, we've got a really good guess as to what it is. Punisher is a Marine. The birthday of the United States Marine Corps is uh, November 10th. And then Veterans Day is November 11th. So I'm guessing it's going to be on the Marine Corps birthday. And then you'll have, like, Veterans Day to watch Veterans it. Veterans Day to watch it. That that would actually be really cool. I, I think if they do that, that's actually really clever. And I did watch uh, – or, I'm sorry, I did read something from John, John Berthold that said in an interview that he wanted to definitely make sure that – his portrayal of the Punisher was respectful towards the United States military. And I think that's one of the routes that they decided to go with in the show was just, you know, kind of a tip of the hat to our United States military. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, also coming out in September, maybe less exciting is Inhumans. Have you? Yeah, done... yeah. Um, it has not gotten very good reviews. That's I'll just let you guys know on that. It's a first first episode of the series is going to be on September 29th. I don't know how I feel about it. <sighs> the CGI looks pretty dated, and then if you didn't know, the uh, they actually premiered it the first two episodes in IMAX. Yeah. And some of the scenes, but not all of the scenes, were shot in IMAX. So apparently one of the major gripes is that you can tell <laughs> when you're watching it, when it switches back and forth between IMAX and non-IMAX footage. So that that seems really disappointing. <sighs> Man, that uh, is not, rough. Not to mention the, the costumes don't look fantastic either i i don't know i don't have high hopes for it i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna withhold my firm judgment until i get to actually watch it but as of this this moment the bar is set pretty low very low the dog looks cool it looks like to do an all right job with lockjaw at least so they did i'll I'll give them that um but i don't know like Karnak looks really weird to me. Yeah, he does. Medusa's hair is CGI looks not good. Uh, but if you are a huge Inhuman fan, you may just look past all of that anyway, and maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll love it. Who knows? I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. Um, that's all we have for news. So let's play some Hidden Gems. Uh, if, All right. you, if this is the first episode that you've ever turned in, tuned in for Dial H for Hero Clicks, Hidden Gems is a segment where we look at a figure that was completely glossed over in a set. It was outshone by other figures in the set. And this figure is actually pretty good, but no one gave it a second's notice. Uh, this week we're going to cover 044 Maxima from the Superman and Wonder Woman set. Calder, do you remember which figures actually overshadowed? Actually overshadowed Maxima? Yeah. All, almost every figure in that set, actually, not really. But, like, 
Mr. Mixoplake for sure. Yeah. I hope I'm saying that right. I really hope so. Her, the rare Wonder Woman I know was played a lot, a ton. Besides don't forget, that, don't forget uh, all the colossals. Can, yeah, all the colossals. The, uh, who I, can forget the? Who is that? Is that soldier guy? He was a common or whatever. But and I feel bad not knowing his name. That's horrible. But no one was talking about Max. But so no, like, yeah, no one talked about Maxima at all. Let's go over Maxima because I actually think that this is a pretty decent figure. So coming in at 125 points, we have the Superman enemy team ability. Uh, we have flight. We have Endom, and we have. So many keywords, it's awesome. Uh, Cosmic, Justice League, Metropolis, Ruler, Superman Revenge Squad, Warrior. You can fit this character on quite a few different teams. It's awesome. Okay, so what's this figure do for you? You have traded telekinesis and mind control, for one. But that's not really why you are going to be using this figure as much. Not the telekinesis, a little bit on the mind control. You have a six-click dial. Starts off with charge for two clicks, super strength for two clicks, invul for two clicks, and a special damage power that's called I've Chosen You, Kryptonian. When Maxima is adjacent to the highest point opposing character, she can use my control as a free action, but only to target that character. So you've got a 125-point character that can charge in for five. She can pick up a super heavy. She can hit them for six damage. And then... She can use my control for free on them after she hit them. Now, it has to be the highest point figure. But you're probably going to throw this at one of their highest point fig- at their highest point figure anyway. Um, her attack never drops below a 10. It goes 10, 11, 11, 10, 10, 10. When she loses charge, she has sidestepped the rest of her dial. She has two clicks of toughness, two clicks of combat reflexes. And after her special damage power, she gets two clicks of... Uh, close combat expert now she does lose super strength but with the close combat expert and 11 attack on click three you can still hit for five so you're looking man maximum damage output goes six five 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 three three for a 125 point figure with those keywords i think that this is a pretty dang good figure and it's only rare yeah, no, definitely. Super easy to pick up, and it's it's kind of crazy because I've never seen her played, but just the Superman Revenge Squad got me looking at her, and I'm like, oh, she's got Justice League, Metropolis, shoot, Warrior and Cosmic are both great keywords. Maybe Ruler isn't such a great one, but I mean, the Indomitable helps so much there. She can run up, sure, then she can charge, and then let's say you just want to kill a little figure that's next to the highest point figure, because maybe you don't want to totally neuter the person you're going to be mind-controlling. You can, like, one-shot KO support figure, mind-control their highest point, and then wreck the other team. I mean, it's it's really an amazing figure that I think got overshadowed pretty bad. If you do manage to not be able to... So, okay, you, you move in, you, you attack, you KO a figure, and then you don't have enough range, or I'm sorry, enough movement to get to your next target... She has traded mind control, and she has traded telekinesis. So you have range the entire, uh, the entire dial. Now the the free action mind control is only on the adjo- adjacent opposing character, but she still has regular mind control if you want to use it that way. I I think she's a really good figure. I just I don't know why I've never seen anyone play it. Yeah, definitely. And then. 
play with the Justice like Justice League Lex Luthor, you both got Superman enemy, then you're providing some outwit there too, when you think about it. Who else is on the Superman Revenge Squad? You can <sighs> It's probably like Hope Taya. Oh, she isn't even didn't have the keyword, I guess then. We got a uh, Mercy Graves, Lex Luthor, uh Zaro. Toy oh, yeah. both from the Superman and Legion of Superhero sets. Um got a bizarro back from superman so i mean you're probably not going to be playing this character with that keyword but the justice league keyword i mean come on there's so yeah. many justice league and especially with even 50, even elseworlds have like 25 figures with the justice league keyword that you could throw around a team with so yeah i think she's pretty good i think that um somebody out there give her a try uh, let us know how she works for you and if she's any good or <laughs> maybe we're completely off base or maybe you just got really could be, yeah uh but yeah seriously let us know let's move on calder would you like to take take a trip with me down to the value corner oh i always do always do first time listeners uh value corner is a segment where we well first of all i'm gonna have to try and guess what this figure that calder is going to sell me uh, give me all of the stats, give me all of the special powers, abilities, etc. I'm going to try to guess what it is. If I can't, he's still going to tell me what it is. But then he, what the real point of this is, is how many real-world dollars is it going to cost me to buy this? We're looking for values here. I'm not always trying to buy the $70 chase that just came out. So, Calder, sell me this figure. All right. We, we got something fun for you for you this week if you're if you're a fan of weird point values this figure right here is 87 points for those of you that just like that little extra in your life six range no special combat symbols they don't need them don't need two keywords two, yeah it's <laughs> too, good. Those. It's too good yeah got pirate and robot so those are two really flavorful teams and uh special improved targeting really quick ignores hindering terrain which is amazing especially when they have Running shot, 8 movement, you know, 10 attack, penetrating second blast, 17 defense with special uh, defense power, 3 damage, special damage power, and I'll go over those really quick. But after uh, they take damage, they go from being a running shot, pen blast person, to stealth with ranged combat expert, which is good. And then next they pick up again, running shot, some outwit, some ESD, and some in-cap down dial. Uh, very flavorful, very nice. And so for the special defense power for the first three clicks, toughness, willpower, and sharpshooter symbol. So no symbols up front, but special defense power for the first three is giving you sharpshooter and willpower, which is amazing, not to mention the extra toughness. So this is really why you're playing this figure. Special damage power. <coughs> wow. Don't die on me. I need you to rest. Yeah. Yeah, at least you can <coughs> sell me this I'll figure. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll die and you'll never know. You'll never know. No, then I'll be have to scour through all the figures individually <clears throat> just to figure out what it is. Okay, so opposing characters can't use carry ability at all. You got flight symbol? No, can't use it. Get out of here. Your vehicle? Get out of here. Cannot carry. If there is an opposing character possessing the carry ability, <clears throat> nebula. Oh, jeez, I almost said it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They modify their speed value by plus three and can use the carry ability. So basically, while they're top dial, they have plus three, so they have an 11 movement, and they have the carry ability. So all those special symbols you don't have, 
And let's be honest, if you're going against the team, somebody on the opposing force is going to have carry. Well, doesn't every character in- inherently have carry now? Oh, I guess, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> hey, you got, and they can't carry anybody. So you neuter them. And it really, when it matters most, is at the beginning of your, the game. So it doesn't even matter that you don't get this power later. So, really, top dial is amazing. So you have actually an 11 running shot. You have the carry ability if you're stealing it from somebody else. So all those special symbols I said that they don't have, they basically get through everything else that this figure provides. Man, that's... So you're telling me, if I play this figure, and my opponent is also playing a vehicle, they just straight up can't use their vehicle? Pretty much. <laughs> Troll piece! Uh, that's provided you knew that they were going to end up playing vehicles, but... All right, sure. all, right but, all right. What else we so, got? That That's like the bulk of this figure. Like I said, um, some late dial phasing. It's only six clicks long. 87 points, six range. And that's, that is the bulk of this figure. So you got to tell me, have I sold you on this figure? Like, what do you, what do you think your best, your best, you're throwing the ball out there? The guess on the price range. Uh, and oh, I mean, this, oh, which this, set is it from? This, this might, <laughs> that would really cut it down. Uh, a set I bought, I bought way too much from back in the day. Good old, good old Guardians of the Galaxy. I bought, I bought a lot of this set. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I, I bought about, two cases at least of the set and then random boosters everywhere because we were trying to get zombies and I only ever pulled one zombie so I bought I bought too much of the set all right so tell me what the figure is let's get in all right the figure is 016 nebula guardians of the galaxy graces the graces keyword I didn't mention earlier because that'd probably give her away but I don't know if you're ever gonna play graces fact is probably not uh but the pirate and robot keyword pirates been getting a lot of love with the ravengers that we just mentioned last episode and the robot keyword is fun that's awesome so hmm wow okay so i pull it up man that that is that is really cool i really like the abilities um let's see so if i had to guess it's definitely this is the value corner we're we're selling you a value here so it's definitely going to be under like Three bucks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with one dollar. Give me a dollar. Is it a dollar? Uh, it's not a dollar, Chris. You were close though. It is a George Washington, however. It's a penny. It is. <laughs> That's Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just failed at uh, yeah, it's a American history right basic there. Basic currency. Yep. All right. No, coming at you for one fourth of your original guess. 25 cents. 25 good cents. old Nebula. Man, that's yep. so good for 25 cents. At 25 cents, there's no reason not to pick this figure up. Exactly, exactly. And then you can put it on the Ravagers, the Ravagers team. Put it on the Ravagers, yeah, put them on all the Ravagers The pirate team. team that you are definitely going to create using Taser Face and Yondu. <laughs> Taser <Awesome>. Face. <laughs> Taser Face. God. You've seen and Guardians, she... right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh, that's so good. Um, okay, well, you sold me. I I think I might have this figure, but if I don't, I'll pick it up eventually, because that's, that's worth playing. Okay, moving on. Uh, we, a couple things that are going to, like, kind of run together. 
We are an Amazon affiliate. If you did not know what that is, that means that if you follow any of the links, the Amazon links that I put out on our Twitter account, and you purchase things from your cart off that link within 24 hours, uh, Dial H actually makes a commission off that. Now it's not much, it's like a 2-3% commission, but just you could buy anything, it doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be the link that we provided. Uh, you could click on that link and then fill your cart with all the stuff that you would normally buy. I know people that buy like all of their toilet paper and their laundry detergent and stuff off of uh, Amazon. Oh. So uh, if you, if you want to support the podcast, um, that would be awesome. Follow the link on either Twitter or I believe, Calder, are you putting them on Facebook? I am putting them on Facebook. Okay, uh, cool. I'm putting them on Facebook, yeah. So, um, we recognize that. Uh, we've actually gotten multiple people so far that have followed links and, and helped us out. It helps out the podcast, and we'll recognize that. And just to move forward just a little bit, um, skipping ahead in the show notes real quick. Uh, last episode, I said that we were going to give out a copy of Doctor Strange, uh, the Doctor Strange movie, to the first person that ordered something off of the Amazon link and um, let us know that they did. Uh, that winner was Seth Aaron, and so congratulations, Seth Aaron. Appreciate that. Enjoy your copy of Doctor Strange. Uh, we're also on YouTube, so when we uh, start putting more, when I figure out how to work a camera, is what it really means. Is I'm gonna start putting out videos of, like I said, probably unboxings, and set reviews, things like that. And if you guys want to go check those out, our uh, our YouTube channel is just Dial H for Hero Clicks. Go check those out. That would be really cool. Uh, let's move on to some community, though. I posted a community question on Twitter, and that community question was, are there too many sets coming out too frequently? Can't keep up, or they can't come out quick enough? Multiple responses. We love it, guys. Keep bringing them in. Uh, let's start off with Chris Kurtz said, way too fast. Makes Magic the Gathering look like chess as far as new sets come out. <laughs> Um, the last time I played Magic, they were coming out with like, I think it was like four sets a year, four like main sets a year. I don't know if that's slowed down or sped up because it's been so long since I've paid attention to Magic. But yeah, um, definitely making more sets per uh, per year per, than, than Magic yeah. the Gathering is. Uh, we also posted the thing on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. So, you know, between your mom liking your vacation day photos, you can also come like us over at the Facebook page. Uh, so first one up, we had James Martin. Uh, they are keeping the interest with the set quantity coming out. However, this waters down the figure pool. So lots of money and uh, a few Mighty Thor type sets. Not awesome. So not not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, we got a response from our good friend, Mr. Clicks Flicks. Says, way too fast. Needs to be four sets every year from the big two. So Marvel DC. And then two other gravity feed sets, and that's it. So probably things like Undead, uh, those random things. Uh, Undead, yeah, TMNT. So two of those. So you're talking about like six sets a year, two of which are like small sets. I think that that would be more realistic for people's wallets yeah, their wallets. <laughs> uh, so old Jacob Weaver here I uh, he think it's going to slow down uh, I think this year's just big because of the 50th anniversary and I kind of agree with him The having two sets come out about a month apart the big 15th anniversary sets that definitely 
it kind of helped flood, I guess, the market with all these extra hero clicks that really weren't prepared for. So I think this year is busy, definitely. I agree with him for the 15th anniversary. Uh, yeah, and especially that... Now, this is my personal opinion, but I think more people are coming around to this opinion. There wasn't much of anything useful in either of those sets. <laughs> Very true. Um, Jason Levine said, Too damn fast. Seriously, it needs to slow down. Let us breathe and have time to play a set before the next one. <laughs> Uh, angry. That is, hey, fair enough. Uh, Jason Carr, I think it would be better if they spaced out the sets. Having two or more sets released on the same day makes it tough on the player base. Oh, do they release two sets on the same day just recently? Is that is that a thing? Oh, oh, yeah. Is that, I, did they? That would, I, I, really that would know. Be, I don't think they would do that. That would be a horrible decision. That would just be wrong. I, I mean, like that's a, just... a week, a couple weeks apart or something, but it, it was very yeah. close. It was very close. Um... Uh, Seth Aaron, uh, he said, too fast. It's getting oversaturated, I feel. We've had five sets come out, and it feels like there's too many pieces to keep track of. Dude, you're telling us. Can you imagine how hard it must be for Calder and the guests <laughs> to come on the show to play Bad Samaritan when there's a set dropping, like, every month? You can't keep track. It is difficult. Can't, can't get these. Uh, Eric Wadsworth, well, actually, first, I don't want to skip. I don't want to skip Jonathan D-Bots. Uh, he had a picture of a... Uh, it's a gif of a cat, and it's just nodding its head saying true. So I, I, just, I thought that was hilarious. So it's <laughs> past that, uh, Eric Wadsworth, I wish it would slow down. I, I prefer to have a big set every three months and maybe sprinkle in a little gravity feed there in the middle, just a little little taste, little sprinkles of gravity feeds in between big sets. So that sounds uh, like cool. once every three months is four, four sets a year. Four sets a year, yeah, so that's... <laughs> Um, I, I'm beginning to see a trend here. Uh, Brandon Roberts, too fast, but could balance it with taking rotations to every three years instead of two. Now, that's an interesting take on it. Hmm. Um, how do you feel like that would affect, I, I guess, the whole of Heroclix, the market of Heroclix, secondary and, and the primary markets? Uh, I guess it would... So make figures maintain value for longer. So let me see. If we did that, a lot of stuff would still be modern. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd actually be down with that. I've heard people say before that they wish the rotation would be quicker, not lengthen it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm glad I'm not the one to make those types of decisions. I, same here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Samuel Grieve. Three months per set is still sort of the norm. He kind of says that's the norm. We just had two extra sets of 50th anniversary. So he's basically, it's again, the three-month thing, but he's like, it's just the norm, guys. Come on. So, but yeah, he's also saying the two extra sets from 15th were kind of crazy. So I agree. Greg Miller said too many five-booster sets. Um, this is actually a, a thread, and it had like four people in the thread responding, one of which was me. Um, I said, do you think WizKids is, will hit a wall? Is this just some cash grab? And then uh, Nick Pitt said, 100% yes. ADW and What If were hot garbage and felt rushed. The rule change coupled with one less uh, high-value piece per brick also confirms it. Greg responded with, also, I only like sculpt reuse if they are generics or different paint jobs. I 100% agree with you, Greg. Yep. Uh, check out Deadpool 2 versions, uh, two different versions of the same character. And then the last person in this thread was AJ. 
uh, said Thor got back on track a bit, but I totally agree. Think what if an Elseworlds were a bad look? Should have seen one set or uh, gravity feeds like 10th, like tenth anniversary. Yeah, I think if they were to condensed just the best stuff from like Elseworlds and what if, say like the Justice Riders and the weird Hal Jordan, and then all the Colonel whatever stuff, the Wonder Woman with the swords, planetary, all that stuff. If they would have just condensed that into a gravity feed. That would be way cooler. Same thing with what if, like Goblin King. Spider-Man, the Captain America with that hammer, the Runaways, all that stuff can condense just the best stuff without all the extra sculptor use into a gravity feed. I think they would have been much better sets. Yeah, highly, highly agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, Michael Paris, it's hard on the wallet. Great for variety in modern play, and you you can't argue with that. There is a lot to choose from. So variety, yay! Uh, the last response that I have on Twitter is from Collectible. Uh, say, he said, too many sets mean more mistakes. Less playtesting, more sculpt reuse, and less time to enjoy slash learn each set. I think you nailed that. Those are all, that's what, four separate points that I think 100% is accurate. Look how quickly that they had to mistake, uh, fix the mistake that was Goblin King. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. <laughs> the, the figure's been out a week, and let's uh, let's errata him. Errata the figure, like slow down, guys. This is me saying this, not collectible. Just slow down, with kids. Let us enjoy this set. Breathe it in. Figure out what we like, what works, what doesn't work, and then you won't have all of these. Well, actually, if they do that, you know what will happen? Our hidden gem selection will go down because <laughs> 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 they'll be putting out. Um, actually quality figures yeah that people will be like oh you know what give this this a chance do you have any more questions or any more from yeah we have uh we have one more on facebook uh david herberger i can't keep up i play about twice a month i have a backlog of figures i want to play but i just don't get the chance however whatever keeps the game going so i definitely agree with this guy i i do not nearly play as much hero clicks as i can because i again live in the middle of nowhere so when I do get the chance to play, I try to only play like new figures never played before, and it's definitely hard to do, especially with all these sets coming up. So I definitely feel where he's coming from. And yeah, that's it for Facebook. I for sure agree, though. Um, thank you guys, everyone that tweeted in, that sent us in Facebook messages. This has been like fantastic, but we'll uh, I'll get into that in just a second because there's there's more to that. Um, we are uh, bringing back super fan status. So those every time you tweet in, we're noticing this. We keep seeing the same names over and over again, or you send us messages on Facebook. What we're gonna do is we're gonna select one person that we think has been just a super fan for Dial H for Hero Clicks. Even if you're a new fan, um, you're trying to catch up. Just, just tweet in, ask questions, send us stuff. Um, that's why we have a mailbag. And we encourage you to send in either emails or just, if it's easier for you, tweet it or Facebook messages. Facebook message us. Um, you can suggest us things for the value corner, uh, hidden gems, or casual comparisons. Uh, we love getting stuff from you guys. Really appreciate that. Um, but here's, here's something that I have noticed, and I just want to say like a huge thank you again to... All of the people that have been so supportive of the podcast, when Calder and I took this over from 
Drew, who was um, the last remnant of the original Dial H crew, like, we went into it a little bit timid. We were a little bit scared about it, and we thought, man, we're going to lose so many followers, so many listeners, and I don't think it's been that way. I really, we are getting more followers on Twitter. We're getting more responses from the Twitter thing, from the um, Facebook messages. It's just the growing community is fantastic, and we really appreciate everybody's uh, ongoing support. So um, do you have any closing thoughts or anything about uh, the episode or anything else, Calder? Uh, yeah, besides a couple of questions in the mailbag, uh, oh, I definitely yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. When, when Drew left, it was like the final Dodo dying, and it's like, the new age has begun. So, yeah, was, no, I'm certainly... That was one sexy Dodo, though. That was, yeah, it really was. was My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we have uh, two questions on the Facebook, anyways. Uh, one from good old Seth Aaron. With... Resources and relics being booted out now and equipment coming back into the game. Do you think they'll make any more possessors? What, what do you think? Uh, I still think they have a few more characters they can go through and choose for possessing options. There are still a few possessors I know I want to see. So I for sure believe that possessors will stick around. Now, the rate at which they come out is has dropped, but be prepared to see at least a few more in the future. I don't think that this is a mechanic that they even plan to get rid of. If they would have planned to get rid of, then I think it would have popped up in the, the quote, past rules, in quote, section of the rulebook, but I don't think it's in there. So they know, they know that they're going to print more or make more in the future. It's just the vast majority of characters don't have that capability like of, by any stretch of the imagination to possess someone like you're not going to make a captain america figure that possesses somebody like that yeah make that would just sense. be super um, weird but there are a lot of other characters out there that for sure have the ability to quote possess another character so i mean when's the last time they made karma do you remember karma from the x-men karma no yeah, i mean back like years and years and years ago but uh yeah, I mean, that's uh, any mind control based character could be a possessor. Um, so yeah, I I just don't think it's going away. We just may not see them very often. Yeah, they just they won't come in like a flood like War of Light where it's like boom eight possessors. You know, instead it'll be like one or two here and there. Certainly for sure. Yep. And yeah, that no, that's actually our only question. Oh, okay. That's all we got. Okay. Well. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we are at Dial H4, that's the number four, HeroClix on Twitter, uh, Dial H for HeroClix on the on the YouTube, on the Facebook, and we are at di- or, uh, we are Dial H for HeroClix at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Um, and uh, caller? Uh, yeah, Dialage for HeroClix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. See ya.